Hi, this is Kathleen. And this is Eric. And welcome to Thrifty Cast, episode 67, Duped. Which we'll talk about what that means. Well, yeah. Later. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we'll explain it. Sure. We do. We always do. Usually. Yeah. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I'm um, excited about what our day looked like today. Mm-hmm. I'm a little tired, actually, from our day. I'm a l- really worn out. And I had this nap that didn't quite work out. It was really short. But the nap I mean, was short. Literally five minutes, I think. No. Like, was it longer than that? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's, 20. Oh, that's... See, and that's the kind of nap that they say you should take mm-hmm. because it's good for you. Yeah, except you were really groggy for a while when you woke up. I was groggy for about 90 minutes yeah. after I woke up. And I was groggy until I went to the restaurant and I had a couple mm-hmm. cups of coffee. Yeah. And those were big cups of coffee, too. They were. Yeah. They were. So our day. Yeah. Yeah. Day. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm here in Chicago for uh, Kathleen's birthday, which Yay. was earlier this week. Um, so we're here to celebrate. So I um, uh, came down Friday night. We just kind of hung out last night. Mm-hmm. We got up really early this morning to thrift, mm-hmm. which, of course, we'll be talking about in yep. a second. Um, and then after we thrifted, that's when I had my problematic power nap. <laughs> yeah. And then and then what? Then we got in a lift and we went to eat. Yep. And we went to eat. I picked the restaurant because it's my birthday. And we went to eat at this restaurant called Twin Anchors, which has been there since the 30s. Yeah. Frank Sinatra loved their ribs. Mm-hmm. We didn't have ribs. But um, I always wanted to eat there. It's like this little bar mm-hmm. kind of place. It yeah. was cute. The food was good. Yep. It was really casual. What movie did you say was... You were telling me some movie was fun. Oh, yeah. This uh, really mediocre romantic comedy called Return to Me with mm-hmm. Minnie Driver and David Duchovny was filmed there is does is there some premise in that movie that one of them is like resurrected or dies there's there's like an organ transplant thing oh geez. yeah yeah i feel like i've seen that now that yeah, you mention it i've seen it it takes place in chicago though and it does have some nice mm-hmm. nice chicago stuff in it there was that movie blink with madeline stowe that took place in chicago yes she's blind yes yeah yeah, that was a good chicago movie not a romantic comedy a lot of that takes place in wicker park if i remember correctly yeah and that's when wicker park was really Mm -hmm. like down and out yeah yeah pre-hipster wicker park right before it like got taken over by Mm -hmm. hipsters yeah so after we finished eating, we were very, very stuffed, and we got in another lift, um, and we went to see a play, Eric's birthday gift to me, called Six at the Chicago Shakespeare Theater, which... Musicals. What? Who knew? Oh my God. So, so, so good about the six wives of Henry VIII. Yeah. And yeah, it was excellent. So good. And it's hard, like, describing the premise, I'm like... It just doesn't sound as good as it was. Yeah. Like, but imagine them as kind of like the Spice Girls girls in a musical competition with great music and dancing. Yeah. Original songs. and Beautiful um, voices. Yeah. Yeah. High energy live band. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that theater is on Navy Pier. I don't know if I said that. So if you know Chicago at all, Navy Pier is like a super touristy place where... I never go. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I was there. There's kind of no reason to go no. there if you actually live in Chicago. No, but 
it was a really beautiful day. Yeah. And since we had to go there for the theater, we walked. Yeah. It was really nice just to walk a little bit around there and see and watch people watch. Well, yeah. What was striking to me was how many people, you know, some, some people go to Navy Pier to like get their wedding photos and stuff. Yeah. We saw a bride there. Did you ever figure out who the groom was? No, I never did. Yeah, because you know, the bride's really obvious because yeah. she's wearing a uniform. But um, there was a guy there in a tux, and I thought maybe that was the husband, but then the new husband, but then this other woman came over with a couple kids, Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's, you know, maybe yeah. he's like a groomsman or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never figured out who the groom was. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. She did not seem relaxed to me. Um, and I feel like weddings are not very relaxing days. No, I, I don't think they are. Yeah, it made me really conscious of that. The kids around them were super cute. Yeah, the yeah. kids, little girls were all dressed up, uh, and they were happy to be in party dresses. And, with sequins, yeah. no less. Yes. Yeah. Um, and people are down there for restaurants, and mm-hmm. to ride the Ferris wheel, and people are on dates, and to take boat rides, and it's just fun. Families are yeah. down there. A, a lot of people very casually dressed, including me. Yeah. But, um... Every once in a while, somebody walked by who was, like, dressed to the nines. Yeah. Um, Such a weird mix. Yeah, I saw this woman walk by, and she was wearing this orange dress and these (laughs) big, chunky Lucite heels, and she was working it. Mm -hmm. She looked amazing. Um, So, yeah, so that part was nice. Um, So, I mean, that was, like, an extra... That was, like, a bonus. Yeah. But... Again, I'm I like, I, you know, I always expect to have a good time when I see live theater that mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting, but wow, that was so good. Yeah. It was and, a real, it was a treat. It was a great yeah. birthday gift. We had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Great. So good birthday. Yeah. Your, your dog's snoring. My dog is yeah. snoring. Well, it's better than her pulling out every toy out of her toy bin and yeah. trying to get us to play with them. Yeah. So. A little dog snoring. That's is, fine. Is better. That that totally works. She has some very heavy, very loud toys. Yeah. Which we were afraid she was going to play with. <laughs> she was kind of dropping them. She was. She was just Throwing picking them, them up and dropping them. Yeah. So now she's just snoring with her eyes open. You know, and we're terrified that something's going to compromise our au- fine audio quality. Exactly. <laughs> we would we would not want to bring something <laughs> less than a plus quality right. to you. Because it often sounds like we are sitting at the bottom of a well, <laughs> eating tacos all the way through, mm. all the way through. No tacos. We're still too full from lunch slash dinner. Yeah. I never say no to tacos. Yeah. I think that's part of my problem. Yeah. Um, so your find of the week? Yeah. So my find of the week, I actually, it was in one of the pictures I posted. I um, have been going to this thrift store that's near my house. I think I've mentioned it a few times on the Facebook page. It's a village thrift store, my favorite flavor of thrift stores, and um, I sort of assumed it would be all picked over because of where it's at, but it has been delightful the few times I've been in. That's the one on Argyle and Clark. Yeah, I never went there because it's it's right adjacent to like a really kind of trendy neighborhood, and I always assume that like somebody's just going to go in there and just pick it clean. Yeah, I've been I've been pretty lucky. Um, it's super small, so it gets really crowded. Like, you have yeah. to be cautious about moving around. But um, I found some really good things there. So I found this very um, cool, white, sort of basey thing. 
I said, I, I posted a picture already, but it's really art deco looking. It's unique. I've never seen it before. Like I've mm. never seen it pop up in an antique store or oh. online. Um, and at this point, having scoured lots of mm -hmm. stores and looked online at lots of things, that's kind of rare. Yeah. Like I, I usually have seen a lot of the cream yep. bases. So that was exciting. Yeah. And it was super cheap. So. Yeah. Look yes. how cheap. Two dollars, I think. Oh, wow. and and like no chips, no oh, nothing. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And again, I would worry that in a neighborhood like that, they may be a little more savvy about being able to get the highest price possible. So, yeah, that's that's pretty good. I know. I was excited. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my find of the week, find of the month, is um. Uh, what led to us doing this topic today. Um, so we go to the Village Thrift. This is just today. And I find this beautiful quilt, like beautiful design. The quilt has a really nice weight to it. It's not one of those polyester quilts that people were so fond of making that are really uncomfortable to sleep <laughs> under. It's a nice, heavy weight cotton. And I'm really excited about this. And as I put it up on the, the register table, you know, once at checkout, I'm looking for the price tag, and that's when I see, like, it's shred. You know, and I'd, I'd stretched it out, and mm -hmm. I somehow had just missed that it had all these places where there were rips. Yeah, one side of it. Yeah, where the seams were coming apart, and the stuffing was coming out. And I thought, it, and it didn't really look all that repairable. Yeah. Not, not in a way that would be in keeping with the style of the quilt. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and I just don't have that kind of skill. Like, I need to buy it as is and, and go with it. Um, so I had to put it back and it was eight bucks and yeah. And so I was really bummed out. And you had just decided recently that you need more quilts. Yes. Which I'm a little shocked by. But. Well, you know, we, we've got a lot of quilts, but you know, there, there are points where we'll have groups of people come yeah. to the house yeah. and you know, we want, you know, some of them are, we have sort of a walkout, finished basement mm -hmm. situation and it actually gets really cool down there even in the warmer yes. months so um and it's i you know it's a it's a very kind of underground coolness mm -hmm. and so blankets are great um we have a lot of blankets but it's just the, yeah. the more you know um, we tend not to have a lot of people up in winter because it's you know a wintry hellscape that there's makes... just a little less to do in winter. That is very diplomatic of you. There's a, a screaming emptiness. I that, enjoy visiting in winter. That's super thoughtful. I, I I always, you know, in fall I have these grand plans about how productive I'm going to be in winter. <laughs> and then along comes like mid-January. Yeah. By the time mid-January hits, I'm like, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. You know, at least this year. This was a rough winter, though. Yeah. Let's and be honest. January is the worst month. So. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, so anyway, more blankets. But I felt duped, which mm -hmm. is our topic for today. So um, we together came up with a list of, of 10 ways that we've been duped before. Um, how do you want to do this? Should we just go back and forth? Yeah, sure. Okay. Do you want to do number one? Um, sure. You have the good example, though. Oh, so the, the first one is you think it's old, but it's not. And since both of us tend to like antiques and vintage stuff, that is uh, mm -hmm. it's a big one for yeah. us. And, you know, it's fine if, you know, if you like it, you like it. And, yeah. and a lot of repro stuff's really great. So it's not that something has to be old in order to be cool. It's not like that. 
But, you know, you may have an idea about what something is and then you pick it up mm-hmm. and it kind of bums you out. Yeah. Um, I got, the example is that I got these um, yard chairs that I thought were these like mid-century 70s orange. No, it was Ikea. They're, they have Ikea stamped on them. And I was like, I can't believe I'm getting these at such an incredible price. <laughs> um, and no, no, it's it was Ikea. And, you know, fine. I love Ikea. I've got no problem with Ikea. Mm-hmm. The problem is they're not comfortable chairs. <laughs> In a way that I would put up with if they were this mid-century mm-hmm. kind of, but yeah. I'm like, no, this is an uncomfortable molded plastic Ikea chair. And now I'm bummed. They look good, though. They do. They they're have pre- a great look. Yeah, they're pretty to look at, but I don't, you know, yeah. I don't need, like, lawn statues or anything. Actually, I do, but not those. <laughs> so, so anyway, so you think it'll, it's old, but it's not the one? Yep. You got okay. to. Uh, number two is a lot more straightforward, and it has to do with the example from today, which is just you pick something up and it's damaged. There have been plenty of times where I, I bought this shirt I loved once, and it turns out it had a giant bleach stain on the side of it. Um, so, I mean, it's not uncommon, no matter how hard you look, that you'll miss some kind of damage Mm -hmm. and you'll actually pay for it and walk out with it. Yeah. I'm thinking about, um, I'm trying to think if there have been times when I've purchased something that like I feel was intentionally like the, the damage or the flaw was hidden or there was an attempt to hide it. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I've seen that. Like a piece of pottery, mm-hmm. sort of like color in the chip with oh. <laughs> the with color. I mean, and mm-hmm. and may, again, maybe that's fine. Yeah. Like you're paying a dollar or two for something. It's got a chip. No big deal. Yeah. But it's it's that sort of attempt to, uh, to yeah. hoodwink you into thinking that it's better than it is. Yeah. All right. Three. Um, this one, we're calling it Foesta. So this is looking at something and it looks like another thing that you like or that or collectible or yeah. Um, and Fiesta is kind of the best example. So I collect that. Eric also buys Fiesta sometimes. Everyone's one. And there are so many kinds of dishes that look like Fiesta mm-hmm. um, intentionally. Yeah. Like just, it's also a very simple style, right? It's just rings. Um, well, yeah. I mean, anything that's like a bright color that mm-hmm. has rings on the outside, you can mistake for Fiesta mm-hmm. if you're not looking. And there's all kinds of, um, like with Pyrex, yeah. there's all kinds of companies. And they're, I mean, it's perfectly serviceable mm-hmm. glassware. And some yeah. of it's even better. You know, like a glass bake has a lot mm-hmm. of really great stuff. But, um, you know, if you're, if you're thinking something is one thing and, mm-hmm. you know, you realize like, oh, no, mm-hmm. this doesn't go with my mixing bowl set or mm-hmm. this doesn't. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a I'll see stuff. This isn't really thrift, but I will notice it online. I don't. I don't buy stuff online, like Uh on eBay or, um, but you'll notice it on like pots or or planters that don't have markings. Mm -hmm. Everything is like McCoy, question mark. Oh yeah. Because it kind of looks like it. Yeah. Um, they'll just, they'll name somebody Mm -hmm. like Shawnee, question mark. So it shows up if you search. Yeah. Yeah. But also because it kind of puts the idea in your mind, Mm -hmm. um, because it looks like it and it's like, no, there were thousands of pottery companies that made all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Oh, right. So number four is, um, 
it doesn't fit you or does not fit your home, even though you think it does when you're in the store. This, I, I have to say, this is not just thrift. Oh, definitely. There's, any, you know, any retail outlet, whether it's new or old. Um, I've certainly had the experience where I, I have tried on shirts in stores, not thrift stores, but like, you know, first, like tried them on and got them home and been like, what? What did I eat before I tried this on that where this, like... The yeah. difference is you can't return something to a thrift store. Yes. So you That's get that shirt, point. you get that shirt home. I mean, and maybe it only costs two or three dollars, yeah. but you're like, oh, I can't wear this. So yep. I either give it to somebody yep. or I donate it back. Or like use it for crafting. Yeah. Some kind, you yeah. Know. Or it's a rag if yeah. it's a t-shirt or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, where, mm-hmm. I mean, if something doesn't fit you from Kohl's, yeah. you just... Trek on back to Kohl's. Yeah, I don't I, know why I picked Kohl's. Well, Kohl's I don't is shop at Kohl's. I should have said Target. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I like Kohl's. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, um, although their little bait and switch coupon scheme that like <laughs> it's not it's not bait and switch. I'm sorry, that's not the right term for it. But it's like the oh everything's forty percent off, but it's forty percent higher than you would pay for the same oh, item in another yeah, store. Yeah. yeah, that that's. Do, do you feel duped? I would, I would say, and that's actually a relief that you don't have to deal with yeah. at thrift stores. It's like, you know, if something's half off, it's not, you know what I mean. It's just they they weren't able to sell it, and so you're getting it for half off. Yeah, it's been there for a couple weeks. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, I actually, I in keeping with the doesn't fit in your home. Mm-hmm. I got a pair of chairs at the Dig and Save in Madison that are sitting in my living room now, and they're just not the right scale for the room. Yeah, they're too small. Yeah, they're way too small, and, you know, they're not very comfortable. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, they're not really even great chairs. They they look good in in another space. Mm -hmm. But it just, you know, what when I saw them, I'm like, oh, these are going to look great in the living room, and they just don't. So I was bummed out by that. Which is interesting. So many times I have a different experience of furniture in stores. In the store, it seems smaller. I get it home and it's like, damn, this is big. Yeah. Because stores are usually so big. But your room is so big Mm -hmm. that That they just swallows those chairs. Um, Okay, number five. So rehab is more work than it's worth or... You rehab something and it turns out badly. Oh, yeah. So, so I think we've both, Eric and I have both had this experience. Oh yeah. You, um, you see something and you're like, oh my God, I sand this, I slap a coat of paint on it. It's going to be amazing. And, um, it's not. Yeah. Or you realize that like you have to sand it and you need a coat of primer mm-hmm. and you need a good paint. And all of a sudden you're, you know, $4 table or bookshelf or whatever, is now like twenty dollars in yeah. supplies. Oh yeah, and time. Yeah, and it doesn't look that good. That's yeah. what kills me about a few of those that yeah. I've done. I've also done some things that turned out really well, um, but the ones that have not turned out have been disappointing. Normally, I'm really realistic about my own limitations, mm-hmm. but this other thing happens where I think, oh, I saw in a magazine where they put up this patterned wallpaper on the back wall of this bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll have these moments where I'm just delusional mm-hmm. about, first of all, my energy and motivation level. Yeah. 
um, like wildly off on my skill level. Like when have I ever wallpapered anything? Never. The answer is never. My lack of precision. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I can't I, do that. I can't get seams to match up. Um, yeah, I remember. Um, and this this is like it's in my DNA because I remember once, like it was really trendy in the eighties where people would buy these sort of duck decoy forms and paint uh-huh. them. Yes. Um, and I remember like my my mom bought one, painted it brown, painted it brown put eyes and eyelashes on it, eyelashes on the duck, I don't ask questions, and called it a day. Yeah. And I'm like, that. I need to keep in mind that that's my skill level, like mm-hmm. if I'm looking at a piece of furniture. so Yeah, I, I'm looking at this little yellow, like, step stool, mm-hmm. and that is a thing that I, I bought. It mm-hmm. was painted, like, six different colors yep. that were horrible. Mm-hmm. All I did was I sanded it a little bit, mm-hmm. and I painted it yellow, and I put some polyurethane on it. It looks great. And it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. But but that, that was out. really simple. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good skill level. I, I had one piece of furniture that I thrifted years and years and years ago. It was a nightstand yeah. by uh, Hayward Wakefield. And I didn't know it was Hayward Wakefield. Somebody had painted it a, it was a thick, glossy, ugly brown yeah. color. And I love brown. Like, I, I like a lot of browns. Mm-hmm. This was not a brown I liked. Um, and I... Took it outside, I used strippies on it, hosed it down, sanded it, stained it this beautiful cappuccino color, put polyurethane on it, and it looked absolutely fantastic. Like, I could do that when I was 25. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, we did that in front of our apartment building. Like, we dragged stuff outside. It was a huge pain. Yeah. Never do that now. I, yeah, I just don't have the stim. Actually, I'm much more likely to do that now that I'm living in a space yeah, that's easier to do yeah, it. Yeah, and then I have outdoor setup. storage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just have a better setup, which would make that easier. So I'm actually more mm-hmm. likely to do that than I was five years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I've never done anything ambitious like that since. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there you have it. It's so a rehabbing. It's like duped by my own laziness and lack of skill. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, You're up. Oh, I'm up? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, um, uh, I, I'm a little more prone to this than I think you probably are, mm-hmm. but to misjudge someone's tastes that you're buying for. Or, um, like, you are always going to have a better eye for for um, vases, dishes. Like, you know Fiesta Inside Out. And I, I mean, I can't think of how many times mm-hmm. I have turned to you and said, like, is this old or new? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're able to say, like, oh, I think it's old. Mm-hmm. Or, no, that's absolutely new. Like, you'll just know those things. Um, there have been times where I walked up in the store and I'm like, oh, she's really going to like this, that I found this. And mm-hmm. I'll walk up to you and you'll, and I'll, yeah, and it'll be a mess. Like, that, that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time I'm buying something, I'll make sure, like, I'll take photos yeah. and, and text them. Um, just to be on the safe side, but I'll, I'll get duped that way. Mm-hmm. Like, or just, it won't be your taste or, you know, whatever, whatever the case is. It's just, it's hard to buy gifts. Yeah, it, it is hard. Yeah. Um, your mom is like kind of the, the Moby Dick of trying to buy things for yeah, vintage. Yeah. She is. Yeah. She really is. Um, bait and switch. So Eric and I were both talking about this and, and he had kind of the best example. This is, um, 
you buy a DVD and you think you're getting, let's say, the Simpsons movie. This <laughs> might have happened to him. It just did. And instead, you get the Simpsons, you know, season eight featurette, um, the making of an episode uh-huh. or, or some, you know, I don't know, such thing. Um, so or, even if you open the case, it looks like mm-hmm. the Simpsons movie, but it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. So you get something else in there, or, I mean, if you're not careful, you could also not get anything inside, but I think most people mm-hmm. are smart enough to check those yeah. before they, they leave the store. Well, I mean, if we're looking at getting duped in the store, that happens all the time. I'll get super excited. Yeah. Like, it'll be, like, the CD that I really want or that I really like, um, you know, that I don't have. Like, uh, there was some classic rock CD. I feel like Led Zeppelin's Greatest Hits is something that I've never been able to get, but I have found an empty cover multiple times. Yeah. You know, and part of the problem with CDs, I think people were always more careful with albums but, you know, you had you weren't going to play an album in your car. Yeah. Like, that's in your home, so you're putting things back in the sleeve. Even then, people got really lazy with inner sleeve. Mm-hmm. But with CDs, anything goes. Like, you have 10 cases and 10 CDs. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, you're going to, oh, well, this one's empty, so I'm going to put the other CD in here. And things just got mixed up all the time. Well, you also had those travel cases. Yeah. I mean, I used to have one of those, like, CD wallets yeah. in my car with... Yep. 40 CDs in there or 20 or whatever. Yeah. Um, just so that I could have a lot in the car. Alphabetical, of course, so that I could find them easily. Well, and I think lots of people, when they gave their CDs away, sorry, yeah. they just gave away the cases without necessarily making sure that oh, they yeah. had, like cleared the wallet. Yep. Or at some point they lost the CD, the yes. CDs got scratched, yes. and they're like, oh, I have this case. Which I think is a jerk move. To, totally. Just yeah. Throw it away. Well, or if you're like, oh, somebody will want a jewel case. Okay, great. Then take the take the paper out of it. Um, Nobody wants um, your nasty scratched up jewel case. I'm sorry. Well, on the bait and switch too, I've certainly had experiences where, like, the cover is something that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I open it up and it's a CD that somebody's burned and it's yeah, in their it's, handwriting. Yeah. Like. That it's sort of what it is. And mm-hmm. I'm always like, um, no. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so the next one, number eight. Oh, buying crap I already own. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Um, I have no good recollection of, I, I was trying to like pick up the Harry Potter movies and no clear recollection of which ones I have or don't. Um, so there was that, like there was, a, there was just a half blood prince <laughs> overstock of, of epic proportions. Um, and that always kind of bums me out. Like, oh, I, I feel really stupid. I feel wasteful mm-hmm. that I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, this was, this is a good one. So something that you bought, didn't use. So you get rid of it, you give it to somebody, you return it to the thrift store, and then you realize that actually you needed it. So Eric was talking about his food dehydrator. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when you're living in Chicago, there's not a lot of need to kind of dehydrate things. But, like, we have all this mint growing in places, and I'm like, oh, it'd be really great 
you know, and I, I can hang up the leaves and, you know, I can kind of go through that rigmarole, but there's something really nice about like, oh, if I just had a ton of mint leaves, I just throw sprigs of mint in there, dry them out and, you know, put them in a jar and great. I have this mint tea ready to go. This herbal mm-hmm. tea. Um, no, I got rid of the food dehydrator. Um, there was something else that I wanted to use the dehydrator for the other day. And then I realized, oh yeah, I don't have one because mm-hmm. I got rid of it. Um, Did you ever use the dehydrator? Um, wow, that's a good question. I'm just wondering if you if it worked. Like if you're thinking about something that maybe never worked well, and you don't even know. I, I plugged it in and it seemed to. Okay. My memory of it was like, oh, it's like a big hair dryer. Because it had like, mm-hmm. it was just hot. Lightly with it. remember mm-hmm. how hair dryer dryers with diffusers, yeah. Um, so it was mm-hmm. it was sort of like that, and I remember being surprised, like, oh, there's sort of nothing to this. Um, I don't know if I ever actually used used it to dehydrate things. I don't know if I tried. I mean, I would hope I would have like sliced an apple at least, and like, yeah. But I don't know that I did. Um, but I had a great food dehydrator. It had the booklet in there. It was in the, the mm-hmm. original box. It was in great shape. And I just, I donated it. And <laughs> and I've never found one. And I'm just so, <laughs> just bummed. Like, that was just not bright. Yeah. I, I've been trying to think if I have done that. I know that I'm rebuying CDs yeah. that I gave away. You know, uh-huh. that I had not that I thrifted, but that I bought uh-huh. originally and um, got rid of. And now I'm like, oh, I should have kept that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my own silliness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was a point where I was like, now that everything's digital, I don't need to own a physical <laughs> copy of it. And I did a massive purge and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, like this computer's not immortal. Yeah. And, you know, even though I've stored a bunch of stuff, it just didn't. Yeah. So that Um, the final one's a little more complicated and it's a close cousin to being damaged, but I'm going to call this things that are haunted by previous owners. (laughs) Um, and and it can mean very straightforward damage. Like you buy a kid's book, like a really old, visually interesting kid's book. And you realize that like, oh, there are pages that have been scribbled on with a crayon and maybe you didn't notice. So it's sort of the previous owner kind of damaging things. In a lot of ways, though, it can be more insidious than that. I bought a plaid shirt because mm-hmm. all the shirts I wear are plaid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, plaid flannel is like my jam. And um, I buttoned it up, and the top button will not stay buttoned. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no wonder somebody donated this. Like, no matter, like, you know, you can button it and... Is the buttonhole just too big? Um, I think it is big or misshapen and not in a way that's readily obvious Mm -hmm. because when you button it, it stays, Uh it takes a good six or seven minutes or just a little bit of moving around and it, the top button pops open. So it's like this sort of John Travolta (laughs) Saturday night (laughs) fever vibe. Very hot. Oh yeah. So sexy. So, (laughs) um, yeah. So, and it's like, Oh, the former owner, like this, I'm sure this is why they yeah. got rid of this, you know? And it can be as, as simple as like, oh, buttons are missing mm-hmm. and they were too lazy to do it. Well, guess what? So am I. Mm-hmm. So, so again, it, it has a lot to do with damage, but, but again, it's like, you can kind of 
hear the echoes of the former owner and like, oh, they got rid of this for a reason. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'd love to hear from you yeah. out there. Have any of you ever gotten duped? I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. everybody has. Anybody who thrifts regularly has gotten duped. Yes. In one way or another. Definitely. Yeah. An album that's really scratchy. Mm. That's a common one. A book that falls apart or there's chunks or pages missing. missing. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did that when I first mm-hmm. started thrifting, not looking at some old books. Okay. And like, oh, 30 pages are missing in the middle of it. Yep. Awkward. Yep. Um... Hopefully they're not important pages. I'm sure they're not. Not much happens. Yeah. Just character development. Whatever. Yeah, yeah we'll get through it. Yeah. yeah. So, so again, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can follow us on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, just search for ThriftyCast, all one word. Um, or Instagram. Oh, yeah. Instagram, I love thrifting, I-L-U-V thrifting. Um, it's just pictures of just random stuff that either I like or just find weird. Yep. Um. So yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Is that our only social media presence? It is. Do we need more? I feel like maybe. Okay, we'll have to think about it. Yeah. My God. I can't imagine tweeting, but no, I can't either. No, that would be weird. Yeah. I don't know weather reports, (laughs) reviews of musicals. That's a thing that we do. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think we have enough social media. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Take care. Bye.